0: Hello and welcome to Experience Cast from the QoE where we bring you insights about customer and employee experience to offer new perspectives on organisational performance. I'm Tony Reeves and this episode is a bit different from our normal podcast format because today I'll be exploring the topic of our forthcoming QoE discussion group which is taking place on the 12th of March in London's Quo Vardis. Now the topic is should the outcomes of customer and employee experience be aligned and to help me unpack this question I'm delighted to be joined by the QOE's Carl Lyon, who's an executive coach and author of the book Perpetual Experience. Carl, a very warm welcome to you today. Thanks, Tony. So a lot of companies are starting to take the view that happy employees equals happy customers. So surely it makes sense to align the outcomes of employee experience and customer experience,
1: doesn't it, Carl? To a degree, Tony, I think is, is uh, what you're trying to draw from me there. Yes, from a uh, customer interaction point of view whether that's in the call centers or or field force people certainly happy employees happy customers has a direct link which we can measure we can hear uh, and has has some good results and a lot of people are now actually doing um, surveys just after a call uh, to prove what happens um, and that it's, it's a good thing to do my concern is i think as we move away from direct contact between customer and employee then employee experience takes on a life of its own. And so I'm not uh, saying that we shouldn't think happy employee happy customer, but I'm really starting to think there is more to employee experience than just the happy the happy customer.
0: Okay, so that's an interesting point because I think there's, there's a danger of just equating employee experience and customer experience and companies just saying, yes, well, we're doing employee experience and it's broadly the same as customer experience. So part of the focus of this discussion is to try and tease these two things apart. So there are clearly some areas where the outcomes of employee experience and customer experience align so for example happy employees are more likely to stay well we know that's you know that that aligns with customer experience with loyalty happy employees are more likely to recommend their friends and family for employees it's to work for the brand for customers it's to buy for the brand around timely feedback so uh, happy employees are more likely to give you feedback to support the success of the business and again that's same with customer experience and happy employees are more likely to share the, the fact that they're happy um, with customers. So there's, there's some clear
1: areas where employee experience outcomes and customer experience outcomes align. Well, hang on, to, I'm going to challenge okay. you there, if I may. Are they aligned? Now they're aligned in as uh, everything you said is, is true, but creating happy customers doesn't create happy employees. So they're the same outcome, but they're different outcome. So what can happen is we measure customer enjoyment customer feedback on uh, how they feel about interacting with us that doesn't necessarily mean that we've got employees in the same place even frontline employees so even though they're different sides of the same coin they are different sides so what i'm saying is should should organizations think being hang on a minute i do need to increase not just the engagement of my employees but how the employees feel about me what benefit can I get from my employees being really engaged and motivated by working at the company want to work at the company want to talk about it want to talk about it to their friends so if I look back at companies first direct again they, they their employees that's that's what's happening uh, and they're really engaged they're really spontaneously creative and uh, and engaging and engaged and now that that's something that is of real value to a company and I'm just worried that some companies are putting in exactly the same package as customer engagement. The words are the same, but they're actually two different things, if you think about it.
0: Okay, that's interesting, because that makes me think of some research that was reading recently, which was looking at this idea that although a lot of uh, respondents to the research said that you know a motivated and equipped workforce uh, was essential to their achieving successful customer experience, but actually in terms of the company priorities, employee experience was you know, near the bottom of, of the list of priorities. So it's interesting that although there's this tendency to, to equate happy customers with happy employees, actually, when it comes to what we focus on as a business, perhaps these things aren't as important as, as perhaps they might be perceived as.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Tony, spot on. Uh, I, what companies can fall into the trap of is happy employees during the contact with customers. Yeah, <laughs> Right, that, that's different. That's a different thing. want it. Of course you want it. You want it at all levels. But the employee piece goes much deeper than that. And that's why it'll be interesting to debate uh, on the on the 12th. Should we set up employee experience as being something separate? You know, should we have a separate employee experience and customer experience? But there is also a time when they come together. I don't know. It'll be interesting to debate it.
0: So can you think then, in what areas might aligning the outcomes of employee and customer experience be ineffective or even worse, be actually detrimental to a company's performance?
1: Okay, so unfortunately, we've witnessed this um, a lot. I would say in the last three or four years, especially, where the customer experience agenda can infuriate the employees. There's two reasons for that. One is the focus is on somebody else not us um, so you get people saying yeah, okay so we're treating customers really well what about us the other is that if you're going to try and get customer, and you over you overstate how good your customer experience is if a company really talks about how great its customer experience is and employees see that it's not or worse employees see that it's not but you're sort of recovering from it so employees might find that they're always saying sorry to a customer over something that's easy to fix in their eyes so the whole customer experience agenda can actually be difficult for, for, for employees. And of the course, then you have digitalization. So lots of organizations that we've met and are talking to, and some of the senior executives that I've been working with recently, they do now see that the digital agenda may be good for the customer and good for the company, but a lot of other employees don't think it's good for them. I think they're wrong. I think it's just a change. It's an evolution, but uh, a lot of employee experience is now starting to get knocked because of the digital agenda because they can't see or the companies aren't helping them see their role in the good side of digital. Uh, One company I spoke to, they are actually saying to their employees that for every hour they save through digitalization, they're going to give a percentage of that back to the employee. So the employees will end up working less time for the same money, just as the company ends up doing less to earn the same the same sort of money. So those sort of things, but they're quite rare. So I think those are the, those are the strains on employee experience at the moment, um, and we haven't even talked about employee well-being yet.
0: So I was just going to ask you another question around technology and this idea of the digital transformation of business and, and the impact that it's had on the relationship between employees and customers. Because if you're working for a company and a big part of your enjoyment is in engaging with customers then that's where you get a lot of satisfaction as an employee. But if the digital agenda has made your job more complicated or, or replaced some of that work with customers, that direct contact with customers uh, with self-service, presumably that's going to have a, a negative impact on the employee experience.
1: Well, that's an interesting one, Tony, because for most financial services, big telcos, and a lot of the insurance companies, digitalization actually hasn't changed the amount of interaction customer has with the company. It's changed it, but it hasn't reduced it. Now, there's lots of reasons for that and companies are working their way through them. And certainly organizations that have grown up in the digital environment, Atom Bank, um, Metro Bank, Amazon, these people, they haven't ever had that customer intimacy. So the employees aren't missing it. But for the others, it's not. Re- it's a bit of a myth, really, that a lot of interaction has gone to digital. In truth, some of it's gone digital, but customers are then contacting either on chat, which I still see as an interaction, or other ways doing it face-to-face. But that, that environment should be digitally enabled. If people want to talk to people, it's great. So I, I think that's a bit of a myth, really. In some ways, I think it's, it's an expectation or it's an um, unrealistic projection by the company leadership themselves. Um, we see some companies saying, we're going to reduce 40% of our, our customer our interactions. Well, they're not, um, but what they are doing is putting the fear of God into into the employees about what their role is in the future environment. We've done some work, interestingly, to try and help people see what that is and help them explore it. I think it will you know, it will be different. It will be good, and it will be different. It doesn't mean that people haven't got a role in it.
0: That's interesting. And I wanted to then move this on to this idea of how we might then work more effectively with our employees and learn from them more effectively because there's an increasing amount of research that suggests that uh, employees expect their experience at work to match their experience as customers. And there was a quote from Dion Hinchcliffe at Constellation Research who said that consumerized employee experiences are also becoming a key learning and proving ground for workers to become competent in creating new customer experiences in the first place. So if this is the case, do you think should we be learning or trying to learn from our employees in the same ways we learn from our customers? Or are they two different aspects?
1: That's that's a good question. It's always surprising to to me, um, people that are good at this stuff from a customer perspective are usually pretty good at it from an employee perspective. And people that do it from a customer perspective, but don't really get it right due to the environment they're working in, the data they have available, but they work at customer experience, but things don't fundamentally improve very much they get hung up on on the stats and things or the environment they're working in is just evolving faster than they can can cope with. That tends to be the same with employee experience as well. Engaging with employees in a meaningful way is something you have to work at. Some people do it naturally, of course they do, um, which is great, but others, it's not natural or there's barriers in the way, over-targeted on a yearly survey. If you've got a yearly survey, and people see that yearly survey is not really very genuine then you're going to find it difficult to get employee feedback and the other the other big one is 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 doing something with it and therein lies a challenge i think for employee experience customers will give you their feedback and really want something to change but are sort of accepting to a certain degree that things haven't changed but employees can see usually how it could change Uh, And that becomes difficult and that needs good engagement. That needs honest engagement with with employees. Uh, And again, the people that do this, do the customer world instinctively tends to do the employee instinctively, where it's the people that it's not quite as instinctive that have the challenge with employees as well. But that can be corrected. And it'll be interesting in our discussion about outcomes um, on the 12th if people have got a clarity in the outcome that they're looking for, because if you haven't got a clarity in the outcome, you're not going to achieve it. And that is one of the things I think with employee experience, that's still a struggle for people.
0: That is interesting because there's, there's a lot being written at the moment around having clear outcomes for employee experience and how it is in many ways a very uh, sort of touchy feely, hard to articulate benefit, even though the logic says that customer employee experiences are related and impact each other a lot of the data is largely anecdotal in terms of how investing in employee experience has a knock on impact on customer experience. But you mentioned that the, these companies that do this instinctively or naturally. So for, for those companies that, that, that get this right on uh, both, uh, both an employee and a customer level, what are they doing right that other companies could potentially learn from? What are they doing instinctively?
1: So again, Tony, you've pointed out some, uh, a contradiction in what I said earlier, and uh, is that some of the people that do this naturally and instinctively don't actually drive good tangible outcomes that you can measure. So the companies that are now starting to look at this from a, okay, what outcomes can I get? What values are those outcomes to me? Probably hold the future for employee experience. Because there's a good business case for doing it, there's a good reason for doing it, it's clearly articulated and that's where probably successful uh, employee experience is going to, where it's going to move into.
0: And that's a, that's a huge and complicated problem, isn't it? This idea of measuring employee experience because there's that famous quote, if you can't measure it, it doesn't really count.
1: Oh, so... no, 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 no. I think, uh, here we go. This is good because I think it's just like customer experience measuring the experience is one thing what we actually do with customer experience is we now is we know what customers do so what you tend to do is as, as customer experience moves into into designing better products designing better services customer experience tries to help customers move through a different self-service channel the output from customer experience is that the operation is more effective uh, there's more self-service there's more loyalty as in people actually stay they don't, they don't say they're loyal but they stay with you and they keep buying different products, size of wallet, all these things we know about. So the outputs from customer experience have become much more tangible as we got better at it. Um, And I think that will happen with employee experience. Perhaps we should stop looking at uh, employees saying it's better, but it's what they do that counts. And then you start looking into behaviour and behavioural economics. So someone like uh, Joe Kennedy that we we work with, she's very good at identifying things that are behaviour-led. So employees tend to do this in this situation. And that's that's detrimental to customers or detrimental to the business. What can we do to help those employees do something different? It could be go and search new information rather than rely on the information that's in your head. Or it could be take a customer, uh, coach them into the self-service environment rather than answer their question. All these things, they, have a, they do have a tangible outcome. So it's a good thing that you raise, uh, Tony, is that we're not necessarily wanting to measure the experience. We want to measure the outcomes, what we get, what that does for us.
0: And that's really interesting because that, that really reminds me of um, when I first came into the area of customer experience and the sort of learning about this distinction between customer experience and things like customer satisfaction and that what a lot of custom, a lot of companies were, very hung up on measuring customer satisfaction and equating that with customer experience because they could measure satisfaction. So are we in the same place with employee experience in terms of, is there a danger of measuring the wrong thing?
1: Yes, um, and lots of companies will go down that route. Companies like things to measure. There's nothing wrong with having something to measure. I think we just need to get a bit clearer about what we're measuring, and the measuring should be outcomes. What are we doing differently that adds value? That's where we need to get to. It's where we need to get to with customer. The signpost to those behaviours changing is that it's a better experience. So if you can offer an employee uh, an easier way of doing something, or a more exciting, let's say, way of doing something, they'll do it. That's just human behavior, that's human nature. You know, experience is about what we do instinctively. You know, you can trace experience right back to, you know, survival. If there's something lying on the path in front of us that is long and thin and wiggly, is it a snake or is uh, is it a stick? And instinct will cut in to say, it's a snake, run. So we just, that's the basics of it. If we can get to that with employee experience, give people a better path, an easier path, or a more instinctive path for them to follow, they'll do it and they'll do it easily and they'll enjoy doing it. So um, if we can do that, then we get great outcomes from employee experience. So what changes is the person's behavior, given a certain situation, certain place, just like customers. Some of the, the digital companies are really good at this. When a customer gets to a certain point, do they keep the app or do they push their thumb on the app and push the cross and it's gone? And then the whole company's gone from their life. They're getting really good at influencing those particular moments to get the right behavior. And I think it's probably going to be the same for employee experience. It's about giving employees a better route, uh, one that works for them, then they'll keep doing it instinctively.
0: Thanks, Carl. Well, it's going to be a really interesting debate on the 12th of March, this, uh, looking at this idea of separating employee outcomes from customer experience outcomes. So I'm really looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, so am I, Tony. I, some of the areas around here, you know, employee experience is so much in its infancy, um, has so much potential, and we always have a group of people that, as I've just said earlier, do this stuff instinctively and they're really good at it. I, I wonder if actually, it's, Tony, if it's for others, it's their company Set of behaviours and values, you know that loose, loose cultural word stops them doing this stuff naturally. So it'll be interesting to see. You know, we have people like Paula and and Stuart that this is just chalk and cheese to them. Um, we have others where it, it's difficult for them to engage with. So, as always uh, with the session, yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. Thanks, Phil. Thanks, Danny.
0: Huge thanks to the QOE's Carl Lyon for helping me to explore this topic and whether we should be aligning the outcomes of customer and employee experience, and of course I'd also like to thank you for listening into experience ExperienceCast. If you'd like to find out more about what we do at the QOE, just go to theqoe.com where you'll find more details about our short courses, group discussions, and a range of other ways that we can support you in your work. And don't forget, we debate your questions on ExperienceCast, so if you have a question you'd like us to explore please just send it to us by going to the QOE.com and clicking on Ask a Question. And lastly, if you'd like to join one of our QOE group discussions, please have a look at our website to find the date of the next event. These sessions provide an in-depth debate of an aspect of customer and employee experience. And they also enable you to meet and network with professionals from different sectors. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of your day.